Meet Dr. Frank King, the founder of King Bio, a local manufacturer of natural products since 1998 here in Asheville. For over 40 years, Dr. King has been helping people overcome chronic, recurring, and so-called incurable ailments while following simple, natural, and safe remedies and principles. Dr. King's full range of natural products can be found online at drkings.com. Or find select products at your local health food or drugstore, Earth Fair, CVS, and Walgreens. His book, The Healing Revolution, is available at drkings.com, Kindle, or Amazon.com. Welcome to The Healing Revolution. Welcome to the Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Another week and another lesson in uh, discovering your own healing revolution. It is. We're on a second uh, of the essentials. Oh, okay. Uh, this is our third show on our second essential, which is, you know, nutrition. eat real food, right? Yeah. You know, nutrition that works. Last week's show was very revealing, and uh, you're going to continue that on today. We are. We're going to help you also find some of the good basic common denominators that works for every, but just about everybody, mm-hmm. number one. And then number two, also define your individualism, if you would, that unique thing that, that your personal live it, you know, and that that's going to be very special and we're going to give you some real secrets again this has been tried and tested over 40 years you know so we don't just go chasing around the next fad diet you know or you know that's not going to be what's essential we got to find out what's personal for us and we're going to start tapping into that and showing you how just like you can discover your personality uh, type you know you can discover your love languages we talked about yep. okay yep. how you find out which of the five love languages really works for you there was usually a couple, you know, what order they are in and and for the people around you and help improve the quality of your relationships. You will learn how to develop and find the uniquenesses of your livet of foods that feed you and work for you rather than against you. That word uh, livet that you're using, mm-hmm. that is a, uh, a derivative of the word diet. It's not it's, diet, it's yeah. live it. We wonder why diets don't work, why the biggest failure rate, just the sound of it, you know? <laughs> really? <laughs> you know, it's like you're being committed to uh, prison or something, you know, here. Uh, you know, and, you know, one of the things I, I want to start off on, something that could have maybe affect us all, I might be meddling a little bit. Tell me if I'm meddling. Okay. You have quit preaching and gone to meddling <laughs> yeah. now, Doc. <laughs> and that meddling part is, what is the the worst fat to have any clue well that's uh what they call trans fat right yeah but what kind of fat on your body is the worst kind oh, of fat to have it's that abdominal fat isn't it you betcha that's you what bet. i got belly uh, fat no, yeah. tell me if i'm meddling you no you're do, you preach it brother <laughs> <Yeah>. preach it <laughs> and belly fat is something that we need to be aware of it's not just oh he's got a beer belly <laughs> okay you i don't even think you drink beer do you much no, no, no. You not me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I like beer. Okay. Well, so you don't drink any more, though, right? And That's right. I don't make any more. Don't drink any less. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk a little about this because uh, I mean we are in Beer City, USA. Here, we are. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I prefer. You know, I enjoy a little Chardonnay with my wife. You know, I like Chard too. Yeah, Chard. Oh, you got a nickname for it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Do you like John Daniels? John- <laughs> <laughs> John Daniels. Okay, yeah. yeah. You mean Jack Daniels? See, there you go. Not when you know Jack. him as well as you do, right? <laughs> uh, we go by John. Okay. Uh, now we got that out of the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, you know, there's uh, the beer gut, if you would. But it's really belly fat, and it's not just a... Uh, you know, any. it's not like the, regular, the rest of the fat. When you get fat around your belly... 
it's doing it's not just you know skin you know it's deeper than it's more than skin beyond skin deep not you know. just surface yes yeah. it's not just surface fat here this fat kind of fat actually penetrates in to your vital organs and your vital glands of your body this is the kind of fat that affects your heart this is the kind of fat that is something that's very big today fatty liver Heard okay. of that. Yep. And we're talking, you know, non even those who don't drink much or at all, you know, can get fatty liver. And this is a big thing and it's coming from this belly fat. And so it's a fat in the belly actually permeates all everything that's underneath that belly. Okay, you can say your six packs under there. Okay, let's go a little deeper. And you know your six pack. Now you have a keg, right? We have all these things, but down deeper inside, this fat is permeating into our vital organs and glands and affecting them in the way they function. It is causing dysfunction in our detoxification ability in our liver. It's causing dysfunction in our digestion. It's causing more, you know, potential for heartburn, more potential for sleep apnea. How about that one? Big problem. It is a big problem. And when we don't sleep well and solid, we don't get the deep restorative sleep we need that our organs and glands need to heal and restore and rebuild. And we now start creating dysfunctions down deep in our control networks of our body. And it's affecting our pancreas. It could be affecting our spleen. It could be affecting our kidneys. And something very common, very associated with what sits on top of those kidneys is two tiny little glands that are very important in today's world called your adrenal glands. Adrenal, adrenal. You know, it's right on top. They're like a little hat that sits on top of your kidney, (laughs) each kidney. And those little adrenal glands do a lot. They keep regulation of our inflammatory hormones. They keep regulation. We've been treating adrenal problems for over 40 years. We've added up well over 250,000 patients we have seen and diagnosed with hypoadrenia, low-functioning adrenal glands. It's a huge problem today. It's affecting well over 80% of the population, and they don't know it. And we teach in, and we'll talk later here in the show about how we can begin to find our uniqueness by measuring our adrenal functions because that's what keeps our energy up. That's what keeps our inflammation in check and balance. And it's what keeps uh, our ability to manage stress. You know, when our adrenals start to fatigue, we start to lose our ambition. We start to lose our motivation in life. And it gets worse each generation. So we wonder why, oh, children. Don't seem the kids don't seem to be motivated today like my day. You know, we've heard this, of course, uh, and especially our age groups, right? Uh, and you know, it is. It's something that is getting worse each generation. They're saying now that this generation is going to be the generation that'll live sicker and die sooner than their parents. First time, right? Yes. This thing has gone into such a tailspin that now our, we're going down. We've been going up because we have more food, you know, and we have more diversity of food now. We have, you know. Uh, more education. Yeah, yeah. We have more control over uh, oh, acute illnesses. And, you know, and we've cleaned up in a lot of ways. You know, we don't have feces floating around in the streets. You know, we have much better sanitation. We have much higher level of hygiene with in certain ways. But in other ways now, we're seeing all the chemicals, the silent killers, you know, and all these things that we've created is now turning it the other way. And we're going back into, you know, sanitation issues. And these are not sanitation issues you can see and smell. <laughs> okay. The invisible ones. Yeah, these predators are they're trickiest. You know, and that's, you know, the, the Monsantos and the you know, herbicides and pesticides and, uh, you know, the stain retardants in our, in our chairs and our carpets and, and couches. And clothing. And in cars. <laughs> yes. You know, there's, there's so many chemicals now. We have 80, over 80,000 human-made chemicals that, have, that are throughout our environment. It's found everywhere, even in, you know, the, uh, 
umbilical, the blood of the umbilical cord to the unborn babies. It's getting through that blood barrier. Okay, it's getting into our babies, you know, uh, unborn babies even, and, and more so even than when they're born. And so it's in the polar bears in the Arctic, you know, so we need to be wise, aware, not to create paranoia, but to create wisdom so we can do the smart things and live the best of both worlds here in the 21st century. So we want to be able to control this belly fat. And so we want to get, you know, keep that in check. We want to keep try to keep our waistlines lean. You know, we're going to feel better. We're going to have more energy. We're going to be able to avoid so much of what we call metabolic syndrome now, which could be the biggest syndrome of the 21st century. You know, so we want to be aware of these things and let's take care of that waistline is more for than just for looks. It's key to us living healthy, long, vibrant lives, you know, to keep our brain functioning. Our gut and our brain are so deeply connected. We want to be able to uh, keep that in check. And, you know, the belly fat leads to all sorts of things from the high blood pressure and cardiovascular diseases, you know, to diabetes um, and, you know, just fatigue, even a lot of organ and glandular dysfunctions, kidney disease. All these things are all affected by belly fat. So uh, it's more than just heartburn. It's more, you know, Prilosec isn't fixing it. It can take away the heartburn pain, but leave you with more problems following it, many more problems. So let's be wise. Let's be wise. And so let's go through just a few things, if I may, Randy, and feel free to chime in on these things, too, because I want to go over just some basic good things that benefits everybody. And then we're going to go into the individual stuff, you know, how to get more individualized, find those uniquenesses about you. And so one is we just want to eat, uh, you know, plenty of natural plants. And animals. That's our paleo diet. That's what we all, most of, uh, I'm going to say 80, maybe 90% of the population, our genetics go back into that realm, okay, of eating. And if so, if you are going to eat animals, I say go wild. Let's go wild with this. You know, <laughs> just go wild. Just go wild. And, and wild is not only just wild plants, but also wild animals have the genetics and unique things. That's what we, why we raise certain wild animals like bison, why we raise these African Watusi, the, the direct descendant of the Auroch prehistoric cow that has unique qualities that grew men and women seven feet tall and have this human growth hormone effect on us that keeps also keeps us young and vigorous. That human growth hormone diminishes as we age and the better we keep our human growth hormone up, the longer and the healthier we'll live. So very, very important. Why we go, you know, and uh, you might even know how to do the Watusi dance. Uh, I used Randy. to. You did? I used to. Yeah, well. But I forgot. Uh, we'll have to. I learned the funky chicken after the Watusi, and yeah. so it made me forget the Watusi. Yeah, the frug. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember the, yeah, the wave and, yeah. oh, gosh. The twist. You're taking me back. Man. All right. Uh, well, you know, the Watusi. Watusi. Yeah, song. Yeah. You have to Google that one. And, uh you know, they have some dancers on, on YouTube, too, showing you how to do the Watusi. Yeah. And some of them are really good, I got to tell you. You got to find those good ones. The American Bandstand Kids with the tie and yeah, all that. Yeah. They're not as good. But there's some out there that are really good. You have to search for it. Uh, and... And Watusi were known for great warriors and great dancers and lived long and strong. And nobody messed with the people that lived off the Watusi, the three tribes that call them the giants of Africa. You can search that up on the Internet. And so also we want to look at, uh, you know, unique things. I love muscadine grapes. Oh, gosh, you know, I, do I do too. I do too. Wine now. There's muscadine wine. Yeah, it's really sweet. Yeah, now, yeah. If you like sweet Kool-Aid like wine. But the grapes, they sell them at the fair in a little box mm-hmm. for five bucks and they're chilled. Ah. Oh, they're just like 
Candy. I, yeah. I love those things. Yep. And you know, people that lived off muscadines, you can see those are people who live long here too. Native Americans used to love the muscadine grape. It's the, it's, it's really, it is a real American grape, by the way. It's a Native American grape. I didn't know that. And the Native Americans also used it for cosmetic purposes. It has 40 times the phytonutrients of traditional European grapes. Really? Over the top. You know, that thick skin on the, on the muscadine? Right. You know, I love peeling, biting that around. It's like, eating a tiny little apple, you know, and, uh, you know, it is really is a great, tasty, flavorful mm-hmm. grape, and, and it has 40 times the phytonutrients that really keep us healthy and uh, young and vigorous as well. So just a few things and why we do uh, the things that we do, why we're milking camels for, you know, camel milk, for example, they're prehistoric animals too. They're, you know, look, they're more adaptive than anything. A camel can survive not only in a desert, in the heat, without water, it can survive cold and uh, as well. You know, in the winters here with our camels, they don't go in the barn. They love it outside. They're hanging out in the storms, in the rain, the snow, sleet, the snow. You know, camels, hey, it's all good. You know, wow. you just look at it. always got a that. smile on their face, too. <laughs> and so uh, eat real food that we talked about. Real, what I mean, is whole food. Think about that. What are our real foods? What has not been adulterated by humans? And that's what we want to get into. That's not a fad health food diet. That's our root you know, food that nurtures us down deep inside and activates our healthy gene expressions to maintain health, where it's the adulterations that create negative gene expressions that lead to disease. Very basic epigenomics here and uh, very important. Um, a couple, there's, I'm just going to keep going down through here. There's, uh, you know, uh, you know, there's a, there's also kind of you can get some lists of what we call the dirty dozen foods. Those are the foods that can seem to hold on to chemicals and, you know, have more chemicals in them where you want to make sure you're getting organic. You know, if you need to be selective on, you know, well, organic's just too way too expensive. Well, you look at the what they call the dirty dozen, get those organic and, you know, get your meats all natural, grass fed that are organic if you can. And, you know, those are things that we want to look at. Um, you know, salt. Is salt good for you, Randy? Well, I, I, I don't think that uh, iodized salt that when it rains, it pours. Morton, uh, you know, Morton, Morton. I don't think that stuff's good for you. Yeah, well, you're right. You know, the, you refined, this. the refined salts are, you know, where we're changing things. Natural sea salts, whether you're, you know, drying them out of the clean parts of the ocean or you're mining them in unique special places, these sea salts have 80 plus natural minerals in them. Now, when people just somehow, they didn't like gray looking salt, you know, oh, but that's the good stuff. And so locally here, we have the Celtic sea salt people, Selena. That's, she's my sister from another mister out there. Hi, Selena. Um, that's good stuff, and family. Man. Yeah. You can tell the flavor in that. It uh, makes your food. It's good. I've lowered people's blood pressure, high blood pressures uh, with sea salt. And, you know, and so we try to get away from salt. But what is it? You, you've been on a farm. You've, you know, what is essential for farm animals to have to keep maintain their health? You want to draw the cattle down to the barn? You put out a salt block. You got They it. crave salt. They need salt. There's natural salt licks around the world, you know, where the salt has come to the surface of the earth and been trapped in there. Animals will find that and animals will prosper in around that. That's essential for them. So just think, well, okay, if that's essential for our animals to maintain health, wouldn't it be logical, natural logic to say it is essential for us too? We've been saying, oh, salt's bad for you. Don't eat salt. No, refined salt's bad for you. You need real salt. You need natural salt. You need that with the, uh, you know, that Celtic type sea salt, you know, and things of this nature that are the real salts that are, you know, have those 80, about 80 to 84, 85 different minerals. And something about the ocean is really unique. The, 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 you know, the percentages, the ratios of all the different minerals in, sea, in the seawater is the same as it is in our blood. I didn't know that. How about that? 
So there's some unique so there's, correlation yeah. here, okay? And most everybody is mineral deficient, by the way. So, uh, you know, that's why we need more sea salt to help keep our minerals in check. The flavor, Dr. King, once you start eating sea salt and you go to a restaurant where they're using refined salt, first bite you take, you're going to notice it. You really are. It's kind of like a a chemical taste. Mm-hmm. You're you, gonna, yeah, it just brings out a lot of good quality flavor and it satisfies you. Yes, it see, does. If you're, see, if you stay mineral deficient, your body's going to continue to crave foods and you're going to overeat and you end up with that big belly. Gotcha. So, well, another reason if you want to lose some weight, get on you know eat, eat only salt you should have is good whole salt. You know, so uh, very very important. Uh, you know, read labels, and labels are so important to understand. If you got a whole bunch of words in there, you can't figure out what they are or whatever. You know, that's good. Let's stick with the real food again, and so. Uh, and chew. We talked about chewing. Chew, 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 and you're going to enjoy your food more. You're going to taste more. You're going to get more out of it. And the more nutrients you get out of your food, then the less your little appetite center is going to say, I need more food. You know, sending because we're deficient in nutrients. I need more food. And we're eating so many more calories now because we're getting less nutrition. Our bodies end up eating more, getting more calories. We actually gain weight. We're we're, we're overly fat and undernourished as people, and that's a sad place to be because we're always craving. We're always searching instinctively. Our body's always saying, I need more, but yet at the same time, we're getting overweight. Every week, I always appreciate the lessons learned here on The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King, and especially this week, uh, we'll be back and continue the series of Nutrition That Works with Dr. Frank King. Dr. King's flagship farm is now open for tours. Located in Leicester, North Carolina, 15 minutes from downtown Asheville, Dr. King's tour promotes soil to sustenance. Visitors enjoy breathtaking views of the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains with a variety of animals, including bison, African Watusi, elk, camels, deer, and yak. Feed milking camels and see rare white bison and Marvel at the largest horned cattle in the world, the African Watusi. To make your reservations or for questions, please visit carolinabison.com. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Welcome back to The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King and the discussion this week about nutrition that works. And uh, this is very helpful, Dr. King, all these tips you're giving us about finding our own balance, our own healing revolution, mm-hmm. if you will. Yes. And, you know, so some more of these basics, foundations that's good for all of us. You know, we want to think about why is food all different colors? Is there a reason for that? You know, we've all learned, okay, carrots are yellow because they have carotene, which is, you know, you know, gives us our vitamin A and very important for us and all that. And, you know, that's good. But, you know, we always say, you know, let's think is we want to start expanding and get a balanced diet. We need a balance of colors. You remember the rainbow? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You remember the rainbow? Roy G. Biv. Yeah, thank you. you I was that? trying to think, think of that. that? Yeah. How you remember the colors in the right. rainbow. Well, you want to have the same colors in your food. Think about that. And, you know, so, you know, we talked about the yellow you know, yellow squash and, you know, orange citrus kind of things, uh, red peppers. But I like all the peppers. I go, you know, my wife, she'll buy the green peppers. I go in there, I buy the yellow ones, the yeah. red ones, you know. They're so we, good. Yeah. And they all have a unique different flavor to they them. They do. They really yeah, do. Yeah, because, because they have unique different nutrients. Okay. So we want to think about that. You know, start, you know, thinking of the uh, leafy greens, you know, the blueberries I love. Oh, you get those muscadines, the purple ones, the dark. Some of them are almost they're black. 
colored. Those muscadines have the deepest, have all kinds of unique phytonutrients in there that's very rich. And those skins, chewing up those skins, mm. I bite into it just partially and, and peel it. You can do this inside your mouth, you know, and you do this in a way where I bite off you know, all the skin around that muscadine grape as I'm eating it. And I chew up that skin. Oh, it's so good. Then I get in there and eat around the seeds and get the pulp in the middle and all that stuff. And so the way to eat your muscadines, okay? And, you know, people, again, that have musky. I've noticed people that live old here in the mountains, they have something unique in common. They have some muscadine grapes growing out back there. Yeah, grapevines okay. in the old country farm. Always mm-hmm. grapevines, yeah. Yep. So we want to think, you know, eggplant. Oh. Love you know, eggplant. My baby cooks her eggplant. And, uh, you know, so we want to think along these lines. We want to think it's real food. What is, you know, the standard American diet you know, if you abbreviate that, that abbreviates out sad. <laughs> okay, because it is. Yeah. And we want to understand this. And so let's, you know, let's break free from that standard American diet of fast foods and TV dinners and microwave stuff. And, you know, and let's get into some of the real food that's in on the world today. We have access to it. You know, now with uh, even Whole Foods out there, you know, you know, you know, you, the, in Earth Fair and all that, they're starting, they're bringing those prices down for us. You can get, there's a whole organic categories throughout Ingalls, you know, throughout Fresh Market, throughout Harris Teeter, all these great stores around here. You know, you can buy good, clean, healthy foods and get these diversity of nutrients that we all, our bodies are needing to keep us healthy and and and, 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 and help us live long and, and prosper. So uh, we want to look also at retraining our taste buds. Our taste buds have been adulterated. You know, we've been given, first of all, formulas that are sweet. As a baby. As a baby, you know, and then we go from there, we go into uh, sippy drinks and lots of juices and way more than what we naturally eat. And so, you know, then we go into soft drinks and so on. And, you know, some of my patients said the hardest things they had to give up in their diet was sugar and soft drinks. Even diet soft drinks are tough to give up. You know, and you ever tasted a diet? Do you, do you drink diet soft drinks? I don't or? drink soft drinks at all. Have you ever tried a diet soft? Oh yeah, yeah. What's yeah. it taste like to you? It's got a aftertaste. Yeah, to almost me a that, bitter, metallic kind of taste. Yeah. You know, people get addicted to those, and they're thinking, "Oh, diet! I can't give up my diet Coke or my diet Pepsi or my diet Mountain Dew," and that's one of the worst. Man, that Mountain Dew's got a lot of bromine in it, which shuts down your thyroid and causes you to gain weight and. It's not it's bad stuff. And but, you know, as I started working with our patients and working, working, working with them and I get them to stop the soft drinks for at least three or four weeks. then all of a sudden after, you know, as long as you can go without them and now you're just breaking the habit by then. OK, but sometimes I've had some, every time I had a patient go back and taste that diet soft drink again. After go, three or four weeks off of that or longer, then all of a sudden they go, oh. I can't believe I used to like that stuff. <laughs> you know, it's got an off taste. It's got that metallic taste or whatever. You know, they all of a sudden see they're being retraining their taste buds back to the way it should be. And that's what we all have to do. So part of, you know, being disciplined to get off the junk food and get onto the real food is, you know, give it some time and start getting this diversity. You know, once you put a muscadine in your mouth and mm-hmm. learn how to eat that thing right without you know getting all the seeds in it. Button up then it is so good it is and so uh, these are superfoods these are good foods for you superfoods yeah superfoods and once you taste bison you go wow that's more flavorful and the bland. Then we go back every once in a while. My wife and I will go out to a nice restaurant, and we'll read about how they aged this beautiful steak and done, you know, a regular beef steak. And we all, mm, it looks good. And you're reading all about it on the menu. They t- give you all the details, and yeah, let's try it. Okay, and we decide we'll mutually 
decide to commit meat adultery. <laughs> How about that one? With the, with the farm out in yeah, the country with our own and you're in the city. And, and yeah, we're, so in LA, we're in New York City and we're at this fine restaurant up in the top <laughs> and a beautiful view of the city and looking out off from the rainbow room or whatever. And we decide, okay, I want to try this. And all of a sudden we go, oh, we always feel disappointed. So we don't do that anymore, really. Uh, and so we quit doing meat adultery. Uh, <laughs> And we get, you know, and you know what? We're getting those restaurants to take on. I'll get let's get in some real food here. What's the real American red meat? Is Bison. it beef? Yeah. Well, you know where beef come from? Were there beef here when we, when Columbus and everybody, when the Native Americans lived here? No, there wasn't, was there? There was no beef. No. Zero cows. Cow, no cows. Those are all imports. Dairy cows, beef cows, any kind of cows. All imported, you know. So they're not even real Americans. <laughs> okay, whatever, however you want to look at that. If you want to eat real local food, you know, don't don't settle for a copy. You know, okay, eat the real deal. It's bison. Okay, they were native here. The last bison, the eastern bison, that was killed in this part of the in the eastern U.S. was out just outside of Asheville, actually, on Elk Mountain. Of all unique places. And elk, that's another good, you know, Native American meat. You know, we are Americans. Let's eat some American meat. Okay. Uh, and so, you know, that's that's something that we feel, you know, real important for us. And they're prehistoric. And they bring things that the domestic animals cannot do for us. And they can't get it back. And so I always love, you know, we can start even grow, you know, growing some things in our garden and making soups, soups. And you can freeze those soups. You can have them in little containers and you can make them up real quick and easy. And, and soup is a great thing to have, especially in the warm wintertime when you can warm your belly. You know, it helps your digestion to eat warm teas instead of cold drinks all the time. You know, if you feel cold in your belly or you feel cold in, in your body, you want to think, okay, I need to eat some more warming foods, you know? And so some beef barley soup might be good for you. And if you don't want to eat meat, just get some good root vegetable soups. You know, those could be very good and healthy for us, you know, especially in the winter time where we want to stay warm, keep our metabolisms up and adapt to that cold weather. So, you know, use the value of the freezer. It's a good thing to have. Fermented foods. We want to ferment the way we naturally preserve things. And that could be oh, fermented wheat juice. Do you like fermented? Yeah, you like fermented wheat juice, don't you? I don't think I've had the privilege. Yeah, that's called beer. Oh, okay, okay, got you. Yes, I do. Fermented wheat juice. Okay, there we go. Uh, just to see if you're listening. Okay, over there, ready. <laughs> I'll order some of that next time I'm yeah. out. But what are some good fermented foods considered? Cheese is actually fermented food that might be good for you. Some people can eat cheese beautifully. I love cheese. Cheese is good for me. But for somebody else, my son can't eat cheese. Hmm. No, you know, he doesn't even do dairy. Well, where'd that come from? I said, uh, I don't know. But, you know, but, you know, so, you know, we want to think what other fermented foods, kefir and yogurt. I love that stuff. But my son can't do that. And, uh, you know, my wife does a little bit of it. You know, sauerkraut. Kim, love sauerkraut. Kimchi. Yeah. You know, heard of that. Apple cider vinegar. One of yeah. the best foods, man. That's so good. That's a great tonic, too, to consider always for us. You know, the balsamic vinegars. A little scoodoodly drink and wine uh, could be good for us. You know, I, you know, I think some red wines are good for me, but white wines I do better with. You know, beer. I can't. I don't. You know, beer is not my friend. That's unique. I don't know. I just... You know, I love the Wicked Weed and all the great breweries in town, but, you know, I'll take a – give me some hard apple cider. I can do that for fine, but I can't do the beer. Maybe it was too much in my college years. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> that's, um, you know, sourdough bread. I love sourdough bread. I don't eat a lot of it. I don't try – I try to minimize my carbs, and I do better with less carbs. Uh, I do better with – you know, I can eat a little bit of gluten, but not too much. You know, we all find these unique things about this. Uh, kombucha, I get a little bit of that. It's good for me. Miso, 
uh, tempore, if you ever that mm-hmm. in Japanese. Uh, and so there's a lot of different uh, organic fruits and vegetables. You know, again, we talked about the Dirty Dozen. You know, look it up. You know, and and start to make sure those you eat. If you eat any of those dirty dozen foods, those are the things you want to definitely look at getting organic. If you want to watch, you're still watching your budget. Just take care of those, and and you'll be much further ahead. Of course, both organic and grass fed meats very good. Uh, but again, the wild genetics is even better. So then domesticated animal that's been adulterated in thousands of years of selective breeding by humans that's thrown it out of its whole thing and we've really messed it up where an average dairy cow has a productive lifespan of only two years we've pushed them and bred them to to produce so much milk they are burned out fried and they send them off to mcdonald's after a couple years just two years off to a skinny little cow goes to McDonald's, makes maybe, you know, 100 burgers. <laughs> Not much in there. Okay. Um, you know, again, most people eat only 20 foods like we talked about. We want to create more variety in our diets, plant a garden, get in touch with your food a little more. Or have you, maybe you have a good neighbor that has a huge garden. Take good care of that neighbor if he's taking care of you. Absolutely. And uh, especially if you're doing natural gardening. You want to watch the chemicals and those same kind of things. Uh, you know, we, uh, we don't raise chickens, but, you know, I've got some good friends that do. And I make sure we keep them good friends. Love and, those good friends. I used to have this good friend who'd uh, come home from work and there'd be a little bag of homegrown tomatoes on my doorstep. And uh love that friend. Yes. And those chickens that, that are really, truly free range that are out there wandering a lot outdoors. You know, you look at the yolks on those eggs, much deeper, much richer, much darker inner yolks on those than the so-called free range chickens you buy in a commercial business. Free range means they can walk around in the barn a little bit. They rarely get outside and see the sunlight even then. So you got to be careful what they're saying is really free range and what's, you know, and commercialism. Okay. And so get a friend that's raising some good chickens, raising them naturally, and they're really outside pecking around in the woods and the pastures and places, you know. Those you'll see the difference. Crack that egg yolk, and man, whoa! What's different about these? <laughs> There's a lot. So think about those kind of things. Uh, There's, uh, Randy. What would you add if you were to add something in here? You got anything yet? Don't want you to be thinking about that. Uh, I, I love citrus uh, and f- uh, mm-hmm. that citrus fruit. Uh, uh, that seems like an essential for mm-hmm. me. It, it, I, I crave that. Yeah. Especially if you're eating a lot of meat, you need some citrus many times to help balance, balance it out. Yeah, yeah. So um, I find skipping a meal is good. They say, oh, that's not good. We were taught that, right? Oh, don't, you know, breakfast is most important. Not necessarily. They call it now intermittent fasting. If we can do that, I find skipping breakfast or skipping lunch or sometimes I even might skip dinner. You know, if I need to lose some weight, if I'm going to skip a meal, I skip dinner. That is, you know, I find the body, the digestive system needs a break. Needs a rest. Think of nature again, just natural logic, but going back to that, did we always have something to eat? No. Three meals a day? Yeah. Well, if you think paleo, go back. No, we didn't. And, you know, and but so you're giving your digestive system a break is really good. If you have heartburn and things of this nature, it's just natural. Here's your sign. It's a natural sign to say you're eating too much. Take a break. You know, skip a meal once in a while. Eat lighter. Eat smaller. Okay. Try to find out what foods are creating that heartburn, which ones are not. You know, and just taking a Prilosec does not fix the cause. And there's, you know, these beta blockers and these, you know, the things that are uh, are these blockers of acid blockers. Excuse yeah, me, yeah. different term. Pump acid blockers. Inhibitor. Yeah, mm-hmm. proton pump inhibitors and all these things. That's all tricking your body to decrease the symptoms. Okay, but it's not fixing causes. 
It could actually be making your condition worse. When you don't have enough hydrochloric acid in your stomach, you are actually, you know, will get the same symptoms as if you have too much hydrochloric acid in your stomach. And so, you know, when, as we age, majority of people, there's too little hydrochloric acid in your stomach and you need to take hydrochloric acid tablets. And that will help you digest better and get rid of the heartburn. So think about these things. We teach a little thing about pH tape. You can measure it in your saliva. If you're running seven or higher, you definitely don't have enough hydrochloric acid in your stomach. You need to be taking some hydrochloric acid tablets to really balance it out and eat smaller. Simple as that. So ways to fix, okay, if you have heartburn, things are backing up. Okay, put too, you're getting too much in there. It's simple, simple. Think the logic here. And, and when you have this logic, it makes it easier to do it. It makes you easier to make those changes because you understand and you see, oh, I can see the results. And I'm going to be feeling better not only with my heartburn going away, but now I'm just feeling healthier. I feel stronger. I'm actually, I lost the weight. My joints are better. Wow, my knees don't hurt anymore. I quit snapping. You know, my hips are stronger. My back's feeling better. Uh, you know, wow. All of that you know, started because of heartburn. The heartburn led me down the path to, you know, eat less and do these things and lose weight. And now I'm healthier. Rather, I could have taken a, you know, you and the, Larry the Cable Guy can take some of that <laughs> Prilosec and say, oh, man, now I can eat all of my ribs I want and do all this. But yet you're sicker. Your joints are hurting worse. You know, you're feeling worse. You have, your energy's down. You know, not the way to go. And it leads to more chronic illness if all you're doing is trying to block the symptom. That's not the way to fix anything. Okay, you want to get to the causes. It's all about the causes in the healing revolution. So, you know, work with your whole family. When you get the whole family on it, my kids, my youngest two, they're 20 and uh, soon to be uh, in 17 right now. Uh, they are. They love eating healthy. They understand it. They've already felt the differences, good and bad. And when they slip and do something in the wrong direction, they know it, and they've learned to control it. And wow, you know, they're you know. So, you know, we want to help teach our kids because our kids are getting ten thousand images. You got young kids, ten thousand images a year in uh, for junk food. You know, all this cuckoo puffs and whatever. You know, it's everywhere. Fruit Loops. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, it's, it's really, you know, now if you talk to your kids about nutrition, you know, th- and you ate together three meals a day, if that was the max you can imagine, even then, you know, three meals a day, three times 360, that's less than a th- about a thousand times. You've talked to them. That's not competing with 10,000 images, commercial images that uh, for junk food that's out there that they're exposed to. Good point. So we need to be real about this. And we need to, you know, and these are some realities that we want to do. Uh, it's not about nagging or condemning your friends. Oh, you shouldn't eat that or over that. Let's keep it positive. Let's look at it. What, how, what makes you feel better? You know, let's think about that. And so uh, those are some of the... Uh, you know, things, you know, the dirty dozen. We can talk a little about that here after the break as well. Let's do. Like. I'm, I'm anxious to learn about the dirty dozen. So uh, help, help us out with uh, visiting drkings.com, the website, drkings.com, D-R-K-I-N-G-S.com. You'll get more information about the topic today, nutrition that works. You'll see videos, and you'll be able to take the uh, whole health exam right there on that website. We'll be back and wrap up our show today with Dr. Frank King and the Healing Revolution. Dr. King's Natural Medicine features over 150 products specially formulated for everything that ails you, from allergies, memory loss and fatigue, to sports performance and sexual health. Dr. King's Natural Medicine has been providing safe, natural medicines for the entire family for more than 25 years. Dr. King's products have no known harmful side effects, no known negative drug interactions, and no known contraindications. Dr. King's natural medicine products include oral sprays, topical oils, and topical creams. 
Visit kingbio.com for Dr. King's full line of healing products. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. It's The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King, and today, a continuation of the topic, nutrition, that works. And before the break, uh, you teased us a little bit, and you you, you were going to talk about a... Uh, a movie, The Dirty Dozen, uh, Clint, uh, Clint Eastwood, is that right? Oh, who was that? Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen, you're right. You got yeah. it. There it is. We're not talking about movies. No, no, we? no. It was a nice motorcycle ride, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what is it? You know, we're going to talk about The Dirty Dozen, and how about The Clean 15? Oh. So, you know, it's not just about what you can't do, but what you can do. Okay, okay. okay. And so, you know, you know, but The Dirty Dozen are things that generally have pesticides in and, uh, and chemical chemicals uh, in there, Systemic in, the, in them, in yeah, them that's, yeah, yeah, and strawberries top of the list. Is Isn't that really? bad? So here's if you're going to eat things organic, you want to look at you know buying these dirty dozen. And I'm going to give you a clean fifteen that doesn't necessarily have to be organic too. So you're going to have some of this. So you got more choices on non-organic than you do organic. There you go. Okay, but strawberries, you know, be careful. There's a lot of sprays. Uh, spinach sprayed quite a bit. Uh, nectarines, you know, I always like nectarines. Yeah, you know, but. You want to buy them organic. Okay, and you can get these on the website, too. Just look them up on the, you know, look for that Dirty Dozen food list. And it kind of changes a little bit from one site to another or from one year to another. They moves up, one other moves down. Uh, apples, I think you were telling me your neighbor uh, raises a lot of apples, and he's in those cabs and spraying and fogging and doing all these things on, oh, gosh, how many times a year does he do that? Oh. I know the average chicken gets fogged with immunizations in the so-called free-range chicken house uh, about, I think there's 60 times in its short life. I wouldn't doubt it. You know, so uh, that's why you want to eat organic chicken. Uh, you know, peaches. You know, so all those good-looking peaches along the road, mm, be careful. Danger, Will Robinson. Oh, uh, you know, so uh, you want to get good peaches, you know, find out where they're grown organically. Uh, cherries, same thing. Pears, uh, organic. Tomatoes, you want to go organic. Uh, there's a lot of chemical tomatoes growing around here anymore, isn't there? Celery, organic. Potatoes, go organic. Sweet bell peppers and hot peppers, you want to go organic with this stuff. So now, however, here's a sweet list, the Clean 15. Okay. Okay, and the Clean 15, uh, you can, I mean, I still buy these organic anyway myself personally, but you don't have to, but uh, avocados. Now, I won't touch sweet corn unless it's organic. I won't, you know, that, uh, like I said, I forget, there's either two or three drops of actual Roundup you can, in an average year of corn. And it's That's hard amazing. to find. It's hard to find that what is truly, if it's certified organic, then it's probably non-GMO. Gotcha. And there's not much of that around. You do pineapples, uh, good cabbages, uh, onions, sweet peas, frozen. How about that? Uh, papayas, uh, asparagus, mangoes, eggplant, honeydew, melons, kiwis. Do you like kiwi? I love them. Yeah, those little fuzzy things. I even like that part of it. Uh, you know, cantaloupes. Love you cantaloupe. Know, yeah. Cantaloupe. Yep. The parents wouldn't let them, you know, uh, get married, but they can elope. <laughs> uh, and cauliflower, okay, and broccoli. So I love just, all of those. Yeah. So those, you know, not bad. You can, you know, you don't have to buy organic. It's your choice there, but you can be a little more flexible in your budget that way. And I think that's... Very important uh, approach to take. And, and before, you know, I, I want to just do one little detour here. A very important thing for us to understand is, you know, what we put on our skin, we're eating. How about that? Think of this for a minute. Okay. All the all this stuff, all these cosmetics, all these creams and lotions and uh, 
you know, gels and hair stuff. Yeah. yeah. All this stuff, perfumes and aftershaves and powders all, and this uh, skin absorbs a lot. You can actually absorb more chlorine taking a bath or a shower than you can drinking it. Your body has a way to keep the chlorine out more so when you're drinking it internally, if you would that's an outside tube that goes all the way to the other end. Okay. Keeping it controlled than it does from the skin. Your skin absorbs a lot. It's a living organ. And so it's the largest organ of the body. So we want to be able to take care of this and be careful of of all these topical products that have all these names. Look at sometimes a long list of ingredients. These names uh, you can't pronounce. They're so long. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, that's the stuff you want to watch out for. Run. Sunscreens have more carcinogens in them than you probably can get from the sun itself. Uh, you know, so, you know, tap water. We've all heard about Flint, Michigan, but all these others, they're not just telling you. They're, they're still squeaking by with some a lot of this bad stuff in the water, tap water. So, you know, again, invest in some really top-end filters if you want, if you're drinking tap water. Uh, I like spring water. It's my favorite water. So we want to really think about we can and we have the power to take back our kitchens. We have a power to choose. You know, we want to live by choice, not by chance. So we want to be able to think, okay, I want to take back my kitchen, our kitchen here as a family, our pantries. We want to take that back. You know, we want to be able to make these smart choices that were talked about. Get the book, The Healing Revolution. You know, begin to, you know, work on getting more of this detailed information. I can't share it all with you in a talk show, but I can share some really key things for you. Uh, do we, And here's the thing. Once upon a time, you know, uh, modern people – you know, used to trust the experts, you know, to tell them what the, you know, what's safe to eat and what's not. But that was once upon a time. Now, you know, with the advertising, and you know, you can see, well, they control some of it. But here's the thing. They, you know, market, you know, ad, you know, advertisers and marketers and ag executives and food researchers and genetic engineers. There's so much motivation to be able to create a patent on something, to control something in the food chain. That's what Monsanto is all about. They want to control the world's food supply. And they do that because you don't have open pollinated seed anymore. You can't take the seed from the corn that you grew and plant it and grow more of the open pollinated corn. You can't do that with the eggplants and, the, and you know, other things that you're growing. You know, so that is a sign. If that's not, it doesn't have the nutrients to be fertile and replace itself, it's lacking a lot of key things that we need in our diet as well as things that are very disruptive to our body. So what, just run when you see GMO, okay? It's... Uh, the U.S. Department of Agriculture that used to be there to protect the consumer. That's what they were set up for. Then the government in thinking, oh, hey, this might be a good idea. <laughs> How many good ideas come from government? I'm just curious. Uh, <laughs> I'm from you the government and I'm here to help you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm here to help you with your taxes. Can I, uh, you know, the IRS and, you know, we're you know, just not here to hurt you. We're just here to help make sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we had an audit from the state here of North Carolina on our company and all the things we sold in North Carolina, they spent a week and they spent a week at the end of it. They owed us like over $3,000. Oh, <laughs> right. Uh, yes. Ding, I say ding, ding. ding, ding. ding. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And so with this USDA was designed to protect the consumer and the government says, Hey, you know what? You ought to just be there to uh, do the, you know, take care of the farmers too. You know, maybe it was the other way around. Let me think for a minute. But here, let's see. Uh, Lobbyists you, yeah. have uh, spoiled that. But the issue is they're both they're in charge of both protecting, you know, promoting the farmer and protecting the consumer. Yeah. Both. 
How do you Wait, do how that? do you do that, Bo? Yeah. How can you do that? That's like saying, hey, Mr. Fox, come over here. I want you to watch my chicken house here with for me, would you? And uh, so we need to start stepping up and making wise decisions, and we need to start thinking natural logic ourselves because there's too much adulteration. There's too much motivation for money that's controlling money, the decisions, you know, not just looking out for uh, people. And so, you know, we see this. You can see the logic of this in, in the marketplace. And I want us all to be wise. We're not here as a conspiracy theorist. We're here as a realist to give you the reality of so you can prosper and develop your personal healing revolution. Thank you, Dr. Frank King. And join us again next week for The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. As an author, lecturer, and whole health practitioner, Dr. King has a passion for natural health and empowering people to reach optimal health and wellness. Dr. King's 40-year career as a natural healer is all about equipping you and your healing revolution. Go to drkings.com to take free personalized health appraisals, including his whole person appraisal and candida test. You know your body best, so take back your health and awaken your healing power within. Learn more about the healing revolution by visiting drkings.com, where you can sign up for Dr. King's free newsletter or email a question about your health to Dr. King at thr at kingbio.com. And join the healing revolution. Say you